everybody, and welcome back again to Rugby Wrap-Ups, Zach Attack, the big play breakdown. Zach, did I get that right? Yes, Matt, you did. Perfect. 18 weeks in, and I got it right on the first go. Why don't you take it away, Zach? You got it, Matt. So I am here in my best somewhere trying to beat the heat, but I'm not talking about the weather, Matt. I'm talking about your red-hot San Diego Legion uh, and their scorching three-game winning streak they've been on this week, traveling east to dispatch the Northmen uh, in the South, uh, in Atlanta, in a wonderful game, 40 to 30, uh, where they, they played really well. And, you know, I want to break down a specific sequence, Matt, that I think kind of uh, exemplifies what's given them this extra life here late in the season. So, Zach, what you're saying is that I was correctamundo, re the San Diego Legion, and now you're on the bandwagon. I, Matt, you, you have my, uh, yeah, my apologies for ever doubting. I, we can talk, I have some details later on about why I think you're right, but I, I'm, I'm fully now passenger seat strapped in on the Legion bandwagon that you were driving off of a cliff here. Can we, is that okay? Can we accept? We, all right, we can take on one more passenger. You're welcome to join us. Okay. <laughs> that's That's great news. That's great news about it. I'm happy to be here. Let's get on with your big play breakdown. So the Legion are already up six points in the first half here in the 11th minute um, off two kicks by fly half Joe Peterson. Uh, and they have a line out here at about midfield. The line out's taken cleanly by Sam Wuching at the back and he drops it off for scrum half Ethan McVeigh. I believe it's McVeigh. He did say McVeigh on the show. Uh, so I'm not sure if this is a thing of him saying it incorrectly or it is just another major league rugby name conspiracy controversy. Uh, McVie it is. So Peterson pops it to inside center Tion Lutz and then loops back around behind him. And Lutz, instead of hitting outside center Thomas Morani, who has run an aggressive line inside, uh, pops it back to Peterson. Um, and Peterson now has a bunch of options in front of him with runners on his inside and numbers out wide, as well as a pretty sizable hole in front of him if he wanted to take off. You know, he's pretty uh, great runner himself. Toronto has played this well, though, uh, so Peterson opts to spin it wide to fullback Santiago Gonzalez Iglesias. Iglesias gives it to Bjorn Bassan, who has run well for the Legion all season, uh, but Toronto is recovering again well on defense here and are able to bring Bassan down after he only gains a few meters. Is Bjorn Bassan an instrument that plays tennis? No, I, I think he's singing a different tune, man. Ba-doom-cha. So the support is there uh, for San Diego, Matt, and they're able to retain possession here, uh, getting strong runs from forwards Patty Ryan, Paco Osi Pipoletti, and Dan Pryor, brother of Rugby United's Kara Pryor. Peterson then shows off his kicking skills by placing a nice high ball just behind Toronto's defensive line, and Gaston Mieres can't handle the initial take, so Wuching again comes away with it here and takes off upfield. He then throws a nice offload to Morani, and the Legion are back in business. Now, this next sequence for me sums up the difference between the Legion and this three-game winning streak, Matt, and their previous losses at the beginning of the season. An errant pass here from scrum Matt half McVie is fielded by Peterson awkwardly, and then he that throws off his timing a little bit, uh, but with Piffoletti, whose brother Matt uh, Capelli Piffoletti actually selected for the 30-man traveling side for the USA's tests uh, this July, but with Piffoletti standing directly in Peterson's passing channel and deflecting the pass with his lower body. In the past, something like this may have completely derailed the Legion, Matt, uh, and, you know, they, they are, have turned the ball over a lot uh, at the beginning of the season, um, and so a, a sequence like this may have, have stalled this promising offensive uh, passage of play for them. You know, I, gotta, I, gotta, I just got to say this real fast. Sam Wuching has to be walking into that locker room now and looking around at his fellow forwards and saying, oh, my God, this is Christmas. He's got Ferno, Ryan, and Rob Shaw 
all back. Now, he's been playing, you know, without those guys the entirety of the season, 80 minutes per game. Go ahead. So they're able here, Matt, to divert disaster with Iglesias scooping up the bouncing ball and taking it forward into contact cleanly so the Legion can start again. And redemption time, Piffoletti picks and goes off the side of the ruck and then offloads to McVee, whose errant pass had disrupted this play earlier on. And McVee takes it in for the try and the automatic seven points. What I think you could see in this possession, this offensive sequence specifically, Matt, were kind of the keys to the turnaround here for the Legion. Joe Peterson, I don't think his impact on this team can be understated. With his offensive kicking, he had 12 points in this, including a drop goal, uh, but also his strategic kicking, which you saw here with a nice high ball behind the line. He's kicking for territory. He's kicking really well into touch. Um, and then just getting yeah health, healthy bodies back on the field. Uh, you mentioned Chris Robshaw returning off the bench, contributed to uh, uh, their game-stealing score later on. You know, they're, they're getting people back at the right time. They seem to be hitting their offensive stride at the right time. And they're, they're you know, getting go-ahead ball and, and really executing. You know, I'd love to see an MLR all-star situation where Andy Ellis is getting the ball out to Joe Peterson. I know they're from different conferences, so that probably won't work out. Maybe we do it like an ice hockey when you throw your sticks in the middle and then just start throwing them to the side, and that's how the teams come out. Yeah, I'd love a, an MLR all-star side maybe taking on the USA national team at some point. Maybe we get a little uh, a side like that going. But a uh, quick note on that, Matt. As I said before, I'm looking to jump on this Legion bandwagon because looking ahead to these July tests, the Legion are in a great place going forward uh, in terms of the call-ups here impacting teams in the West. So the teams ahead of them are going to be exponentially more impacted by this. The Legion are going to be losing Sam Wuching, which obviously is a big loss, but Nasagenge came in uh, to take on that flanker role about halfway through and played really well. Um, and then they're also going to be losing Ryan Mattias, uh, who has been coming off the bench for them. He's been a really good spark for them, but you know he's not a starter in that lineup. Now you look at the other teams ahead of them in this. Utah specifically impacted very heavily. Mike Teo is going to be gone. Mika Cruze is going to be gone for a few weeks. Paul Mullen, Michael Basca at uh, scrum half. Then the Gil Gronies ahead of them as well, losing standout rookie winger Connor Mooneyham, fly half Will McGee, and uh, scrum half Ruben DeHaas, as well as center Bryce Campbell. Even the Giltinis, Matt, are going to be losing Luke Hardy and John Ryberg uh, for a few weeks for camp and then also these matches. So San Diego is in prime position to make up some ground on these teams. Yeah, it's a little bit unrealistic for my San Diego Legion, my San Diego Legion, to catch the Giltinis, but they can certainly take second place. And an astute observation by you in terms of the call-ups to the respective national teams. How about the Canadian teams? The Toronto Arrows are going to be decimated. I think they're going to be calling you, Colby, and uh, me up to bolster their back line. With both Canada and, and and the South American players they have, Matt, you know, getting called away for their various national commitments, the, the Arrows are, are in a rough spot. And they've had a tough year, uh, you know, a very difficult year uh, due to COVID, and, and they're changing around. And kudos to them. They, You know, this wasn't an easy win for San Diego either. I think Toronto, you know, had some chances here to take this game. As Brian Ray noted on Twitter, uh, you know, resident Canadian of Rugby Wrap-Up, couple key injuries for Toronto in the first half really set them back. Both their starting uh, props left the game early. Um, they still managed to put up 30 and make it a game. So, but you're right with, with those call-ups happening for them later on, it's going to be a really tough path for them, especially in that difficult East conference. Zach, great stuff again with the Zach attack, big play breakdown, but I got to ask you before I let you go, what about that shirt? 
Matt, you know, as you know, there's, there's a heat wave here in the New York area. One of my favorite summer uh, shirts to put on. Got your Rocket Pops, which are a favorite of my youth, you know, on a nice hot day at the ice cream truck. Statue of Liberty, uh, always great to see in, in the sign, shining sun in the Hudson River on the Jersey side, by the way. Uh, we can get into that later. But, uh, yeah, just a, a great uh, great summer shirt. We're getting ready for some cookouts. July 4th cookout to watch uh, England and, and the USA play uh, coming up, too. This will be on and, and, and out in full force. All right, that shirt is the bomb, if you will. And on that note, we are out of time on this week's Zach Attack, the big play breakdown with the Holy Cross legend, not named Kevin Swords. And be sure to tune in next week for another one. But in the meantime, we have other segments for you to watch, including our Major League Rugby show. Our global rugby recap. What are the odds? Our Major League Rugby Sports Bet Show with the Philly Godfather, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifty Bailu, martial law. And please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team.